Miss Yarrow, that bird. Greetings, heathens. Welcome to Hail Satan. This is the podcast exploring Satanism, culture, and life in general through the eyes of modern Satanists. My name is Joseph Rose. I'm a member of an amazing independent congregation called Satanic Delco, and we welcome members from anywhere in the world. If you want to learn a little more about that, visit satanicdelco.com. And speaking of Satanic Delco, I do have some news to share. If you remember back a while, I did an episode called Satanic in Nature, Satan versus the School Board, and it was about how Satanic Delco pressured a local school district to change their discriminatory dress code that prohibited anything that was, quote, satanic in nature. That story and the video news report got spread around quite a bit, and at the end of that news report, they mentioned that our next target was the Garnet Valley School District. They also had a dress code that prohibited things that are satanic. So I was communicating with the superintendent of that school, with their lawyer, and I was also in contact with the Freedom From Religion Foundation. After that first school district made the change, they started getting some heat from some of the small-minded parents and residents of the school district because they were outraged that their precious school board would cater to the demands of evil Satanists. Because of that, the Garnet Valley School District was especially hesitant to make the change and open themselves up to the same kind of media attention and criticism. The superintendent assured me that the policy wouldn't be enforced, but they weren't ready to actually make the change in the handbook where everyone could see it. Instead, they planned to quietly change it during the summer ahead of this new school year. And that's where we find ourselves now. The school year has begun, and the dress code has in fact been changed. There is no longer a prohibition on things that are satanic. So, mission accomplished once again. Today on the show, I'm going to talk about forgiveness. I'm sure most of us have been on both sides of forgiveness at one time or another, But first, let's shout out some awesome Satanists that have joined us on Patreon recently. We have Kelly, Ambrose, Spike, Waco, Tony, Jeremy, Alyssa, Joseph, Angel, Sadie, and Wendy. Thank you all very much. Hopefully everyone is jumping into the Facebook group or the Discord server or the Zooms. I'm happy to have you all with us. If you all have a moment, please Visit the website at HailSatanPodcast.com. You'll find links to join me on social media, a form to send me an email, which I would love, and a link to join up with us on Patreon. We have a few different tiers to choose from with various benefits, including the amazing greetings from hell, 
Satanic Postcard of the Month Club, and we've even got some fancy new Satanic Delco membership cards that people have been enjoying. So that is the most direct way you can support me and this show if you'd like to do that. Visit HailSatanPodcast.com. All right, guys. We are now joined by a very special guest. Welcome back to the show, Jerry. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Hello, Jerry. I love to match the tenor of the show. Don't be weird, Jerry. Too late. Hey, listen. Uh, so we're going to be talking about forgiveness today. I told you that, right? You're aware of what we're doing here? Mm-hmm. All right. For everybody, and for you, Jerry, just a little peek behind the curtain so you understand what's happening. I've already recorded this episode. The episode that you're listening to, I sort of already completed it. It was a little on the short side, not that that really matters, but I just thought I would chat with Jerry a little on the topic, and we're going to throw that into the episode, and then you'll hear the rest of what I've already recorded for you. Um, So, all right, Jerry, I say we're talking about forgiveness, And as soon as I say that, what comes to mind? What is your first thought? What do you feel about forgiveness right off the top of the head there? It's easy to forgive if it's petty. And again, I haven't, the older I get, the easier it is to forgive. I find that in your youth, it's harder. Uh, You're more passionate about things without being uh, learned. (laughs) You know, like you feel more emotion in your youth versus your old age because you've been through it, you've seen things and all that. But also, it, I find myself in positions of, being, of asking for forgiveness more than actually forgiving. Now, do you think part of being more forgiving as you get older, that was what you said, mm-hmm. right? Do you think some of that is that you've experienced more of being in the position of needing forgiveness sure. and empathy, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Maturity is also a key. Yeah, general uh, maturity. Holding on to things. I think forgiveness is the first step of letting go. Yeah. Uh, But I believe there are several several, uh, levels to this, depending on the the foul or whatever has been done to you that you need to forgive somebody for. Yeah. I think some of the aspects that I'd like us to discuss are being in the position of the forgiver, the person who's in the position of needing to decide maybe whether or not you can offer forgiveness. And then being in the position of wanting or being forgiven. And then perhaps the idea of forgiving yourself for something. But how about being forgiven? Let's start there. Has there been a time or times in your life that stand out where you've felt that you needed to ask for forgiveness or or something like that, where maybe you've made a mistake or gone wrong? Right. I believe it, for me, it was a, I mean, I'll give a couple examples, two examples. One, sure. one, uh, you, you know, your parents raise you. I understand you're in a, you're in a unique position. Uh, and, you know, my parents are still with us, you know? So as I got older, having a ch- having a child, realizing how hard it was, it was, a it, you know, it's not, is it a soul crushing asking for forgiveness, but you look at your parents and say, I'm sorry. I apologize for how I treated you, knowing how hard you worked and all this and that's more of a lighthearted asking for forgiveness. They, they already knew. They, there was no reason to ask for it. I'm in a position now, uh, without giving any type of uh, uh, you know, details or any, anything where I have to ask for forgiveness or, or seek it, but I have to wait for a person to accept the, uh, the idea of forgiveness. In, in, a, in a Christian religion, it is, it is given. I almost feel like it's false sometimes to turn the other cheek 
and ask for forgiveness because all you have to do is say, I'm sorry, and then you're supposed to because it's part of the dogma. Uh, right. It, yeah, it, you, you have, just for anybody who's maybe not familiar with your story, you grew up in somewhat of a religious mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, right, Baptist household. Yeah. Uh, we went to church every Sunday. So, you, you know, and Baptists are different in that you would, it, with Jew with Jewish people or Catholics, they have to go somewhere. They have to atone for their sins. Right. Us Baptists, all we have to do is say, hey, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. God forgives you, you know, and that's the thing. You don't have to go anywhere for that. Would you say that in that environment is forgiveness almost would you say it's mandatory it's mandatory and empty yeah uh you're supposed to and is, some people really believe it like you'll see a women a women and men of god uh go into like prisons and forgive the murderer of their children you've seen this yes you've seen this several times and there is a nobility in that yeah uh it takes a long time and it's a, you know it's like getting over a breakup you know yeah. i mean in order to forgive a person with that type who did that type of thing to you I applaud. I applaud it. You can't have that weighing. You can't have anger, hate weighing on you. It will kill you eventually. And that's where. Yeah, it is stressful. It is very stressful. It is also one of the positives of forgiveness is that you can shed whatever's holding you back. Because if you hold on to hate and all that stuff, it's going to burn you alive. Yeah. And uh, but uh, you know, in, in a position of asking for forgiveness and not getting it, it can be frustrating. Uh, but totally acceptable, and almost that's a level of atonement that you would get with hail marys and mm. and, and 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 lashings in certain religions, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's like I I find myself wanting forgiveness, but understanding I can't have it because again, I believe acceptance, understanding, all of these lead to the general forgiveness, which uh, forgiveness I guess is the orgasm of that you know <laughs> yeah, for, sure. the foreplay is the original thing da, 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 you know as it goes along so forgiveness is a true forgiveness is a rarity thing it's rarity it's a diamond it's you hard think so it's rare i think i think i think people say i'm sorry easily you know i'm sorry for i do it all the time in, right. in customer service you know i'm sorry for the wait and no, that's okay right you know but true forgiveness i think somebody who can legitimately look at you and see past your transgressions um that's very rare. Have Very you rare. ever found yourself in a position where you've made a mistake, fucked up somehow, mm-hmm. done somebody wrong, or just whatever it might have been, Yeah, and looked for forgiveness or tried to rectify your wrongdoing and been denied? Yeah. But ex- yeah. 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 yeah I, I have. And, yeah. And, and recently, you know, I mean, it, and it's painful, but understand, but understood, you know? That seeking that person's approval, which is sort of what it is, it's sort of an approval, uh, and not getting it, you know, you strive for it, and but it's painful that that person will never look at you the same again, or or yeah. in any in, in any form, you know. I mean, just just that person never if they can't see you how that you painted yourself by by the act, then you have you just have a a brass ring you'll never be able to. To grab, and it, you you have to accept that they will never forgive you, and that's why I think acceptance is really the key part of forgiveness. It is important, and and I guess in that situation specifically, where maybe you've gone wrong, you've hoped for forgiveness, and were not forgiven. At that point, then you really do just have to settle into some sort of acceptance. I don't know. I don't know if there's really a better word for it. I guess there, that's it. It. I, it is. It is what it is. And eventually, that may come, but it's going to take time. And yes, I think, I think time is a huge part of this. And 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 what I like about this particular uh, discussion about this is that it's not a religious thing because yeah. to forgive and forget, turn the other cheek, all that is, man, it's so it's so processed. It's so false. It's not. And that's why I think true forgiveness 
is a is a harder uh, it's a tougher ho- road to hoe <laughs> tougher road to hoe is that what they call it <laughs> <laughs> yeah a road to hoe a road to hoe I, I don't, don't people don't really hoe a road though hoe do a road. They? I don't know. It's, a, it's a field to hoe it's a tough it's a it's a hard button to button <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> no I, I it just definitely it's an interesting topic in this in this in this setting because it's not religious it's not a thing i mean how do you guys i mean i'm i'm coming off ignorant is there a tenant no, sure. is there a tenant for this well no so as you guys will hear a little bit of later let me fill you in jerry you know that i've been given a lot of thought to my satanism and trying to formulate a uh, we'll call it a sect of satanism you know my outsider satanism i call it and So there are values, you know, very commonly in modern Satanism, especially related to the Satanic Temple. We talk about values, for example, like compassion, empathy, justice. And I find just in life, forgiveness is a thing we all run into on every which side of it, and it's important. And there isn't a specific tenet in the Satanic Temple Tenet number six talks about people are fallible, and when you fuck up, you should do your best to rectify it and resolve any harm that may have been caused. And to me, that tenet bumps right up against forgiveness. The natural extension of that, the next action, is forgiveness, either asking for it or offering it or denying it, however it's going to go, forgiveness seems to be the next step there. But the Satanic Temple doesn't actually ever talk about forgiveness specifically. And then on the Church of Satan side, they're not really known for being very pro-forgiveness, you know. And because, like you mentioned, forgiveness is almost a mandatory thing within a lot of Christianity, the Church of Satan's vibe is almost tends to lean away from it just because of that. Uh, they take on a much edgier vibe about it. Eye for an eye type deal. Yes. Yeah. In fact, a bit of that for sure. The current uh, Church of Satan guy, the high priest over there, Peter Gilmore, sort of refers to that uh, kind of specifically. He he's into that vibe, the eye for an eye. What what a what a what a, what a rough way to live. You know, I, perhaps I, 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 how he, yeah, he, he slappable faces everywhere. I'm yes, sorry. that's keep right. It, keep it going. I apologize. No, no, that's it. And so, and so, yeah, because I naturally felt it was an extension of where at least one of the tenets go, if not a couple of them, uh, and just me thinking it's an important value. My goal is to sort of look around and see if there is a connection to forgiveness and Satanism. And find out what that connection is, and I've given it some thought, and I'll get into it a little later. I would, I would, I find the connection in the, and I think anyone who can forgive implicitly is there's a level of enlightenment, and yeah. I, and and when you in a spiritual in a spiritual sense, that's what you're looking for anyway. Yeah, and part of it is I don't want to say selfish, but an act that benefits you, the forgiver. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, if you hold on to it, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're going to be angry, resentful, stressful, whatever. And if it's genuine, if you just say, I forgive you, well, that doesn't mean anything. The yeah. words don't mean anything. It's the yeah. feeling. It's the feeling. It's, and, and again, you're just saying that to make someone happy at that point. Like, I'm sorry. I know, yeah. you, you know, I forgive but you. But when you know. feel it and you give it to somebody else, when you communicate that to them, you're setting them free, perhaps, but you're setting yourself free. You're letting all of that go. You know, if it's genuine, of course, right. it requires that it's genuine. But if it is, it helps 
both parties, I would say. So legitimately a beautiful thing. It's, 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 it's almost a uh, lovemaking. <laughs> like legitimately, I mean. You're feeling it, very there's amorous a pa- There's a passionate. There's a passion that comes from forgiveness. Yeah. You don't have to volunteer it. Somebody says sorry, they, you can say fuck off, you know. Right. Then they, you, but there, uh, you find yourself wanting to, you want to forgive somebody when you really want to do it. Like I realized what was going on, I was holding on. I would say even uh, our relationship um, we started off not in the rocky in, in a rocky way. Like we had a yeah. we not in a rocky way. It's nothing terrible. We had I lost, find that I need to forgive you regularly. Nah, well, you know, it's petty. What you what you say, you you don't have a real job, so I do. <laughs> and and so you you try to say you try to forgive me all the time for being a normal human being. Yeah. Well, I forgive you for these words, Jerry. Thank you. Because but I love you. We had a run-in uh as a as youth and <laughs> and there's no reason and I'm not going to go into what it was, but it, it involved an, a, a third party. <laughs> I yeah. love that word, third party, by yeah. the way. Third party is so, <laughs> just hangs over. What's that mean? You know? It was a third party that had given uh, themselves to me, and then shortly thereafter given themselves to another person, namely the person sitting on my left. <clears throat> Essentially, you and I are, in a sense, related. And related, at this yeah, point. yeah. We, we've all, we've all. Hoed the same road. <laughs> okay, Jerry. <laughs> but like, Listen. but like, there was a, but like, I would come up and like, oh, Joseph Rose is going to be here. Nah, I'm, I'm not into it. I'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, he would likely do the same for me. And, but later, forgiveness came through it. Also, that came through uh, getting to know each other. Yeah. Uh, and it comes and with time. It comes with time. Sometimes, I think we mentioned earlier, sometimes it is just a matter of time. It is time. Sometimes something is fresh. And you're not ready yet. And that's all right. You know, everybody, there's no rules to any of this. You know, there's a million different reasons why someone might want your forgiveness. There's a million reasons why you might want theirs or every which way. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? Sometime, you know, if you accidentally stepped on my new sneakers, I might not hold that grudge for very long. Whereas if you, you know, did murder one of my family members, if forgiveness is going to come, it might take some time. I don't think I'd, you'd ever forgive me if I touched one of those dogs. That'd be rough if you touched one of my dogs in a bad <laughs> way. Uh, that that would be rough. Um, but all right, so we started out discussing you being forgiven. Yeah. That was it, I, right? I, 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 yeah. How about any times where maybe you've been in the position to need to offer forgiveness and were willing to do so, or maybe were not willing to do so. Yeah, I mean, you don't remember those as much. Yeah, you know, you remember wronging other people. That's how I, 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 I mean, that weighs more heavily it, on your it conscience. Really does I don't think I've ever been asked or care to forgive. I mean, I think they already know. I think um, the, for me personally, I don't really say it. I'll, mm. I'll, I show it through action, like, "Hey, is everything all right?" And you know, it's like, "I'm, you know, I'm sorry." They'll, they'll come out. It'll come out eventually. Yeah, years will go by, and then yeah, I, 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 I find I'm, I'm pretty easy to forgive. I, I don't, you know, I you're can't pretty hold, forgiving. You, would I can't say? hold on to it. I'll remember it. That's the problem, though. Is that forgiveness? If I remember that, that forgiveness does not at all require that you forget about what happened mm-hmm. or make it okay that it happened. It's not about that. You can remember that forever. And there's also the possibility you have whatever type of relationship with a person, they've done a thing, maybe wronged you, whatever it could be, and you can forgive them and not have a relationship with them moving forward. Sure. That's possible. And it's, it's, it, that's, that has happened. Yeah. You know, the, the, if I've had relationships go south with uh, different people, it's always multiple partners. And again, we'll have a whole show about that. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
there is a thing. I mean, I don't keep my contact. Hey, hey, I'm sorry I did that to you. It's like 15 years later. And you're like, I forgot about it. But yeah, you're all right. You know, I don't hold on to that type of stuff. I mean, um, sometimes it doesn't, it, you're saying it doesn't really occur to you to even have to make a gesture out of forgiving. I don't think I have to. Cause if I'm, if, uh, uh, for more of a, uh, uh, an urban term or street term, if I fucks with you, well then that's sort of forgiveness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, you know. Right. I mean, like to me, I, I'll never forget. And again, that that's a, that's an issue I do have. I remember yeah. everything, but I don't hold it against them unless they be unless it's an appropriate circumstance. Mostly done in humor. You know, like I, to, right. to my wife, my wife made me take down a huge bush that I loved. I loved this bush. It was in front of my house, yeah. and it really, really brought the houses together. You know, and then our other neighbor was like, "Hey, man, I don't like this bush." So I'm underneath really? these two Italian people and me. You know, and I'm I'm the hammer. I'm the one. I'm nailing. I'm one of the Romans nailing Christ to the cross, you know? I'm tearing apart the fucking bush. Yeah. And I do, I remember this. But you wanted that bush. I wanted the bush. Yeah. I needed the bush. And uh, I had to be the executioner because mm-hmm. they didn't know how to use a saws all. Neither here nor there. It does come up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I forgive you. I'm sorry that I, you, you don't have to ask for forgiveness, but I will remember. Yeah. Remember Let's, never Let's never fuck with any of my landscaping again. <laughs> oh, no. You cannot have this, this fucking vegetable Mussolini Come up to your house. She she hates vegetation. Yeah, I don't know. Your neighbors love it. That you can cut that part out. They they, they love gardening apparently. But uh, yeah, I I really don't see the need to forgive because I don't I forgive. You feel like if you bother to continue on a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. that the forgiveness it's is implied. there and sort of unspoken. It's implied. It's implied. Right, and and it comes up. Right. Uh, most. I guess if something happens. And you can't forgive someone. Is that the end of the relationship? That's the end of the relationship. Yeah, uh, that, that you've, that's it. We're done. Yeah. Like any job I ever go to, I cut everyone off. That they, not that I they did anything wrong to me. I don't mean to cut them off. It just sort of happens. You grow apart, you know. Yeah. But I'll remember that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, there's it's, there's not forgiving somebody almost will lead to another another portion of it, which would be ill will, which would almost be revenge. Or justice. I mean, of I think course, we that's about a part that. of it. Yeah, it's all part. Like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get even. When I've discussed this idea, I've talked about it a bunch of times over the last couple of years within Satanic Delco, and some of it, you know, it's related sometimes to the tenets of the Satanic Temple. Um, but a few times, I've put out there asking the group um, what they sort of prioritize more: forgiveness or justice. And often enough those things conflict in a, in a particular situation. You know, you've been wronged and they need to be brought to justice. Right. And the way, in fact, the way that the church of Satan seems to frame it most often is in a justice sense. And and in most cases, it feels like a legal justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't believe that the, the general belief over there is that, Forgiveness is almost this uncalled for plague that is harming justice. You know, justice isn't being done because of this desire for all this forgiveness bullshit. You know, what are we doing with forgiveness? We're sacrificing true justice. Justice requires effort, though, and passion. Justice isn't passionate. And I think there's a difference between... See, forgiveness and justice, for me, they don't work the same way when you're discussing it in a legal way, because forgiveness isn't really a factor in the legal system. Acquittal. Right. And that would be the (laughs) only, that's that's the case where where it applies. But 
that's not the first thing that ever comes to mind. I always think of it in more of like a personal way, you know, personal relationships rather than the actual justice system. You're going to be dealing with that more than you would be any type of legalese, you know? So I, I, yeah, I personally with people, I think it requires too much effort to seek justice and revenge. Like if I wanted to do that, 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 that usually it goes hand in hand with love. I mean, so we talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a loving act, but there's all this stuff in between that requires a level of passion, yeah. justice, revenge, acceptance. Well, surely you've probably felt some level of that, right? Like maybe you've been wronged I somehow, have. I have. and thoughts of uh, revenge can and, can enter your mind. I've let, but more or less, people. Yeah, I, I have let people fry. You know, like just that's my version of it. Like my, people who make bad decisions or hurt people. And don't or flipping about or don't care generally get theirs in the end anyway. Yeah, you know it, there is a I believe there is a karmic uh, entity out there. You know something is working in my favor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you've ever said that to me before. Jerry. I told you how it is. It's a point we're all alien. We're all being played with by. Aliens. Oh yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> but, right. But uh, no, I, I believe I believe there's there's a level of justice. Like things will eventually work out. Like as bad as it, it as bad as things may seem. Now. Some sort of a cosmic balance mm-hmm. yeah. and if you just maintain a positive attitude now that's not i'm not a positive person on those <laughs> things i'm no. i'm negative but uh you know i feel like everything's going to be okay you know, as long as you're honest about it yeah. and i think forgiveness is a huge part of that or the act of being forgiven like it would be nice to have that weight off my shoulders one way or the other like forgiveness or forgiven you know so really it's just lessening the weight car- and carrying on and i think every part of these forgiveness is love hate revenge just it's all part of it and if you can just let it go you'll be a healthier person yeah definitely i think that that's right um but of course there are reasonable instances where touch my kid i'll fucking saw your head off you (laughs) know that's right yeah (laughs) Uh, at that moment you will prioritize justice Uh, for sure yeah street justice it will feel so good as the red red crew flies all over the place i will saw someone in half yeah yeah i understand it and how about the idea of being able to or needing to forgive yourself? How does that come into play? Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a tough one. I, 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 Are there things where you found yourself uh, sort of beating yourself up over, I, over a long period of time? Forever cringe. I, I think, um, yeah, if you, one of the neat things about growing up when we grew up, uh, we grew up in the VHS camera world, right? And this is an example of what I'm. I'm, I'm going to make. I'll explain why I'm talking about that. Sure. Uh, I remember being a kid. You remember I had Mad Balls. Remember Mad Balls? Mm-hmm. Mad Balls were monster balls. It was a great, great, it was a real good racket. Yeah, for that. all the youngsters out there, <laughs> these were baseballs and footballs. It, they nerfed that balls were like a monster. They were monster balls. Yeah, <laughs> so, whatever. So they, so they. Uh, I remember being a kid watching my eighth, eighth, ninth birthday party. It was a year after the fact. I remember ripping all of these. And my other kids would play with the ball. But give, you know, I I would see myself be selfish, you know. Oh yeah. And I would cringe at it, you know. I looked at it, and it it was a learning oh, portion. Yeah. It was a learning part of my life where I, I was like, I won't be that person. I will share. I will. You saw it, and you didn't like. What I didn't you saw. like me doing what I was doing. So right. like, yeah, I I rectified it. Forgiving yourself is bettering yourself, but you don't exactly have to go through the action of saying. I forgive me. Yeah, it's more yeah. when it's yourself. Of course, it can be more of and, an internal right. dialogue, and what, uh, or you can talk to yourself. Whatever I, I do, and what and what sucks about it sometimes there's a 
a trail of human wreckage is the only way yeah some of the ways that you learn you know you hurt somebody you did this like you find uh serial philanderers will go through this type of thing where they don't know love and they finally find it or actually legitimately the 12-step program makes you go and do all that right that's where it's sort of empty you're like where you're like i'm sorry you know like that's asking for forgiveness because you did you might have legitimately fucked somebody up yeah hey sometimes just to give another possibility here Go to the casino. You're feeling it one night, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. You got a few hundred bucks or something in your pocket, and yeah. man, you fucked it up. You lost that money. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe maybe you needed that money or you wanted that money or it could have been used for something much more productive in your household or something. And now you just feel bad about it. You haven't hurt anyone else necessarily. You've done it to yourself, mm-hmm. and you're going to carry on feeling bad about it for any length of time. Right. And perhaps, you know, any situation like that. And that could be, you know, look, you lost 100 bucks, not the end of the world, maybe. But look, people do that same thing, and they lose a lot of money. <laughs> well, yeah, they, 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 there's no uh, limits. That's an addiction. Yeah, you can put a real hurting on your own life. Everyone around you will suffer. And in that case, maybe, maybe some time goes by, you learn your lesson. All right, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's not for me. But still, you got this big hole in your bank account, <laughs> you know. Well, it's growing. That's growth. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, forgiveness, forgiving yourself is growth. Yeah. You know, bettering yourself is growth. I wouldn't say it, unless you're clinically depressed, and there are some people who need to forgive themselves They're, for some of the smallest things. And you know, like I said, human wreckage. That's the only real reason I would say like I would feel one way or the other. I've wronged somebody I didn't know, and everything fell apart for that person. I'm sorry, but that person will never forgive me because they don't know me. Yeah, and and so I have to forgive myself because it's the only way I'm going to get it. I, I believe I, I've uh, there's a trail of people that are that you don't mean to hurt, but you hurt them, and and uh, you just you just really you know you didn't think about it. You know you didn't think about what you were doing. This is just this goes for everybody. You know yeah. you weren't thinking about the the cause or the effect. You know, and then finding that other people behind you who who had nothing who were just living their lives. Um, yeah, they 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 were hurt greatly by you. Yeah. But do they, you they, do you they, feel they, like there are situations when, you know, after some time you had to and did forgive yourself? I mean, you mentioned like the stuff about being a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anything that I applies think, to an adult, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, I for, I I used to feel real bad about my job. Like I didn't huh. like convincing people to do things. If you said no, I uh then then you said no sales sales i didn't like you know you didn't want it but if i had to sit there and do all these mental gymnastics with you and like oh okay that makes sense and and sometimes it does but like i felt i was being deceptive manipulative manipulative you know yeah. and i'm not i'm I'm just stating my case and then eventually they gave in or whatever you know and, and but like I, I i carried a tremendous amount of guilt for that but then i realized that you know no one's i'm not making anyone do anything they didn't want to do and i forgave my that was that yeah i forgave myself for that like you know what they sat there the whole time while I did that. They could have walked away. And they are consenting adults. Yeah. I mean, they walked themselves onto the car right, lot right, with right. the with the intention or right. at least I didn't you have, know possibility that they would want to buy a car. I didn't have Silvio from the Sopranos drag him in and you know, get the sit in the fucking chair, bitch. And, and, and <laughs> yes. you know, it's like no, I they uh they sat there on my on their own, you know. And once they do that, you know, they're yeah, agreeing yeah. to the interaction. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's a negotiation. But yeah, you've dealt with me for years. I mean, so like I didn't like what I was doing. And now I'm, I'm better at it now. And I feel better about what I did. So that, that, that's a small a bit of forgiveness. But yeah, I, I, think, I think that's small, though. 
I, like I said, I believe, and I'm, I'm rambling, but like, real, well, anything real, small can affect you mentally, you know? Real, real forgiveness, just real, true, look in the eyes and, and give that gift to somebody, yeah, is not common. And it is, it is rare and it is beautiful when it happens. Yeah. It just, we can say sorry. Hey, I broke your, I broke your mug. Hey, man, I'm sorry. Legitimately, if I stepped on your shoes, like legit, yeah, I would say sorry and mean it, yeah. you know, and, and you would, and you would, and you would, you know, Either we would fight in the bus, or we would. (laughs) (laughs) I think at that point, a a reasonable person uh, should offer forgiveness without too much hesitation. Sure, you know, you're off the hook, man. Don't feel bad about my shoe. It's all right. I'll dust it off. Right, we're all right. And there's sometimes it requires a level of atonement, and yeah, and so there there are levels. Yeah, you step on my shoe and you fuck it up. You you really you rip the front of my shoe off. You buy a new shoe. You gotta hook me up. You want those new kicks? You need them. Yeah. I, there's just levels to every bit of it, and um, if you can give that gift to somebody, then that's great. But if sometimes sometimes you just don't deserve it, or you're not going to do it, and that's free will. And isn't this point of this whole thing is to hail thyself and yeah, you know, and and really just be who you're going to be. Just don't be a piece of shit. Which all those seven tenets really can just be the one. And if you're talking yeah. about outside, which I'm, you said outsider Satanism, yeah. you're pretty fucking outside already. Why would you right. want to step out another fucking door? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it it sort of come about accidentally. I've yeah. found myself uh, trapped somewhere between some satanic temple type stuff and some Church of Satan type stuff. The outsider amongst the outsiders, I suppose. So you're like the Martin Luther. That's right. The satanic. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm much like the Martin Luther. Of Satanism, <laughs> you're gonna throw that, you're fucking stab that declaration on the front of Church of England and be done with it, man. That's right. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Right. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Well, thank you for joining me to have a little chat about forgiveness. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I think the next one will be revenge, and we'll talk about the bodies. All right. Maybe we the will. real human wreckage. <laughs> All right. Maybe we will. Uh, you know, whenever you mention human wreckage, I love saying it. it's one of my immediately. Favorite. You know, my thoughts go to the song from the band Sponge. The song mm. Plowed yeah, in a World yeah, of Human Wreckage. World, great song. Uh, we've listened to that before. That's a great it's fucking a really song. song. Guys, go listen to Plowed by the band Sponge. Uh, well, thank you, Jerry. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. On with the episode. Let's talk about forgiveness. The Mayo Clinic, of all places, says it involves a decision to let go of resentment and thoughts of revenge. The act that hurt or offended you might always be with you, but forgiveness can lessen its grip on you and help free you from the control of the person who harmed you. Listen to this part. Forgiveness can even lead to feelings of understanding, empathy, and compassion for the one who hurt you. Forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting or excusing the harm done to you or making up with the person who caused the harm. Forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you go on with life. And in case anyone is unfamiliar with the Mayo Clinic, it is the number one ranked hospital in the nation by U.S. News and World Report and Newsweek. They have a 73,000-person workforce, and they care for more than 1.4 million people each year with serious or complex illnesses from all 50 U.S. states and 140 countries. As I continue to develop my thoughts about outsider Satanism, the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple are obviously going to be the primary points of comparison. 
I think most people can agree that those are the two most prominent examples of modern Satanism out there right now. So let's start there. What does the Church of Satan say about forgiveness? The current Church of Satan high priest, Peter Gilmore, wrote in an essay titled Satanism, The Feared Religion, we call for the reestablishment of lex talionis throughout human society. The Judeo-Christian tradition, which exists secularly under the guise of liberal humanism, has exalted the criminal over the victim, taking responsibility away from the wrongdoer with their doctrine of forgiveness. Such thinking is a disgrace toward the ideal of justice. This must stop. Individuals must be held accountable for the consequences of their actions and not be allowed to scapegoat society, history, or other supposed outside influences. And in case you're wondering, lex talionis is a principle developed in early Babylonian law and is present in both biblical and early Roman law that criminals should receive as punishment precisely those injuries and damages they had inflicted upon their victims. Many early societies applied this eye-for-an-eye type principle quite literally. Additionally, Magister Blanche Barton from the Church of Satan writes in an essay called LaVey's Five-Point Plan Revisited. She writes, The third point, return to the law of the jungle, involves securing true justice within the justice system. There has evolved an attitude of Christian forgiveness reflected in light sentences for even the most heinous crimes. Satanic imperatives demand justice, blind and unyielding. And then, of course, we have Anton LaVey himself. In the Satanic Bible, Anton writes, When a Satanist commits a wrong, he realizes that it is natural to make a mistake. And if he is truly sorry about what he has done, he will learn from it and take care not to do the same thing again. If he is not honestly sorry about what he's done and knows he will do the same thing over and over, he has no business confessing and asking forgiveness in the first place. Now, call me crazy, guys, but that one sounds pretty reasonable. I like it. He talks more about when not to ask for forgiveness rather than when forgiveness is appropriate, but still, he isn't wrong. So that's what the Church of Satan says about forgiveness. What about the Satanic Temple? Well, the Satanic Temple doesn't actually talk about forgiveness at all. As I've been spending more time thinking critically about the seven tenets, I feel like the absence of forgiveness in TST's canon is a bit of an oversight. Tenet number six stands out to me as the most obvious place for a connection to forgiveness. Tenet six says people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. The natural progression of that leads to a place where forgiveness is offered or requested and is then granted or denied. That sixth tenet mentions making a mistake. For a moment, let's focus on that, the word mistake. The way I see it, there are two primary ways that one can make a mistake. 
What separates these two types of mistake more than anything else is intent. The first way is probably the most obvious or common. It's when you actively try to do one thing and you accidentally fuck it up or get it wrong somehow. For example, you get in your parked car. You intend to back out of the parking spot, but you mistakenly put the car in drive instead of reverse. You press the accelerator and the car lurches forward and runs down the innocent person walking in front of your car, leaving them with significant injuries. Your fallibility has just caused someone else some real-world harm. Should they forgive you? Do you deserve to be forgiven? We'll get to that. The second type of mistake is, like I said, differentiated by intent. Here's an example. Let me weave a tale here. You've lost your job, and you've been having a hard time finding a new one. You're stressed out about it, and you happen to be visiting a friend. While your friend is upstairs using the bathroom, let's say, you happen to notice a $50 bill sitting on the table. You know your friend has a job and seems fairly comfortable. In an act of impulsive desperation, you take that $50. You put it right in your pocket. It didn't accidentally fall into your pocket. It was your intent to steal it. But there's more. The night ends and you go home. The days and weeks pass and your friend never mentions a missing $50. But in hindsight, you feel bad. You knew you were doing something wrong and you made the choice to do it anyway. You betrayed the trust of your friend and that is not insignificant. The guilt rears its head and you feel motivated to come clean about the whole thing. You tell your friend that you took the money, you apologize, and you pay back the $50. So, in your desperate mindset, you intended to steal that money. And now, in retrospect, you feel that it was the wrong choice. It was a mistake. In both of these cases, the car accident and the stealing of the money, Eventually, the person who has been the victim of your fallibility is faced with the option to forgive you or not. That option may be presented to them in the form of you asking for forgiveness directly, or it might come to them naturally. It might happen almost immediately, but it might take a long time. So that brings us to the forgiver to the person who may have felt victimized by your fallibility. Like so many of the values and principles that we discuss here, human subjectivity plays a huge role in how all of it plays out in real life. If you're that person who got hit by the car when the driver accidentally put it in the wrong gear, do you think you would forgive them? Let's assume this driver is your average person. They apologized and tried to be helpful. It stands to reason that they feel bad about what happened. As the victim, for lack of a better word, 
you have essentially two options. You could say something like, I forgive you. I know it was an accident, and I don't want you to carry around this terrible, guilty feeling forever. Or you could say something like, fuck you. I got injured because you are a negligent, careless asshole, and you deserve to suffer. I will not forgive you. You could say that. And what would the repercussions of these decisions be? In the case where you do not offer forgiveness, you get to punish that person for their fallibility. You get to prop yourself up in a position of power and use that to make them suffer emotionally. At some point, though, depending on the circumstances, I suspect their feelings might shift from feeling really bad and sorry to feeling like you're an unreasonable asshole, but so be it. And you also get to hold on to some anger and resentment, maybe even a desire for revenge. Basically, a bunch of stuff that will eat away at you and do more harm than good to your own mental health. And what if you did decide to offer forgiveness? What are the benefits of forgiving someone? The Mayo Clinic offers us a list of ways that forgiving someone affects us. They say, letting go of grudges and bitterness can make way for improved health and peace of mind. Forgiveness can lead to healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem. Those all seem like valuable improvements that just about all of us would benefit from. As I'm piecing together my thoughts about outsider Satanism, one of the considerations is the connection of any particular idea to Satan or Satanism. I won't simply take an idea that I personally like and call it Satanic just for the hell of it. I'm not going to say something like, outsider Satanism includes or requires a love of Black Sabbath. As much as I do love Black Sabbath, there's no substantial connection to Satanism there. So it doesn't belong there. So how does forgiveness connect to Satanism? I mentioned the Satanic Temple's sixth tenet, but of course the first tenet regarding compassion and empathy is also valid here. And let's keep the fifth tenet in mind as well. That one talks about science. Just keep that one in your mind for a moment. From the very beginning of what we call modern Satanism, Anton LaVey focused on a celebration of the self, an ultimate individualism. In this day and age, we know how important mental health is to our existence, how important it is to our very survival. And really, mental health is only part of the picture. We also know of the many ways that our mental health affects the rest of our physical well-being. Let's check out that list again from the Mayo Clinic. It says healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem.
all of those things fit very well with Anton LaVey's idea of living your best life, and they are backed by the science that the Satanic Temple reminds us to adhere to. So there are some pretty direct connections to Satanism. Am I saying that forgiveness is mandatory? No. I'm certainly not here to tell you that you need to forgive everyone or anyone, or that people are obligated to forgive you. I am saying that if you run around claiming some alignment to a moral code that includes compassion and empathy, but you withhold forgiveness as some sort of revenge, then you're full of shit. And if you are a person who withholds forgiveness in that way, you certainly shouldn't expect to be forgiven when your time comes. And it will come. Without a doubt, there have been times in all of our lives where we wanted forgiveness, hoped for it, maybe we even expected it to some reasonable degree. To know that feeling and still be eager to withhold forgiveness is morally questionable, at least. Forgiveness came up as a topic here in part because I've always connected it to the sixth tenet, which we just discussed in the last episode, but also because I've been exploring which values or ideas are important to outsider Satanism. I spoke earlier about what the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple say about forgiveness. So how does it fit within outsider Satanism? I think a person needs to feel remorse. If I believe there is sincere remorse, then I am most likely willing to offer forgiveness. I don't need someone to beg or make any grand gestures. If there is sincere remorse, that goes a long way. If we're practicing compassion and empathy, along with a focus on doing what's best for our own health, the outsider Satanist should lean toward forgiveness. There is no rule or tenet that says you must forgive or that forgiveness is always the goal. Sometimes in life that won't be the case. But forgiveness should be the default whenever possible. The less guilt, shame, anger, and resentment that we all carry around, the better we are as individuals and as a society. That's all I've got for you today. Thank you for listening. Please take a moment to visit the website at hailsatanpodcast.com. I'd like for you to stay safe out there and hail Satan. Evil free service,